What's up, car nerds? It's your favorite supercar fanatics, Jay and Kevin. We're here to convince you that cars aren't just to get you from point A to point P. This is Fuel for Thought. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Fuel for Thought podcast. I'm here with Kevin. Hello. That was too close to the mic, Kevin. I'm just kidding. (laughs) But yeah, we're back again with another episode, episode seven this week. And today we're going to talk about our uh, Formula One weekend in Montreal. Uh, So it was about a five hour drive, right, Kevin? Yeah, five and a half. Yeah, so so Kevin drove and uh, yeah, we just wanted to check out kind of the car scene during Formula One because we heard it's pretty crazy and uh, you've probably seen some TikToks and things on Instagram uh, that kind of show you how insane it was. Um, Yeah, so we're kind of going to talk to you guys about that and kind of our experience and um, yeah, so you want to kick it off, Kevin? What do you want to talk about? Yeah, um, so I guess the the first thing we can dive into is like kind of what we got to see around the weekend uh which was a lot um definitely impressive for you don't really think of montreal as like uh i don't know a rich place yeah yeah exactly it is quebec so yeah (laughs) um but it's it's pretty loaded um i guess a lot of rich people go there because i think lower taxes uh, so they just hide all their wealth there um, and yeah, we got to hang out in the popular spot. There's like a street corner for the Four Seasons Hotel. Uh, and that's, it's kind of a weird experience. Like all the rich people just go in this one parkade underground. Um, so you can just like sit there and see like a bunch of cool cars. Uh, I don't know what they're doing down there. Uh, yeah, I guess they, maybe they have their own little party party down there. But yeah, it was like it was so crowded too with all these uh, car spotters. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. funny to watch at the same time. And we're so lucky; it was raining the entire time, so that was just great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got kind of shafted on the weather. <laughs> yeah. um, it was like pouring the whole day, and of course, being that we weren't prepared, we <laughs> barely had anything to cover ourselves with. Yeah, we were soaked, but hey, it's worth it to see some cool cars. So uh, why don't why don't we kick it off? What's uh, what were some of the favorite ones that we saw that that you wanted to see and um what let you down and what did we miss yeah um so I, going there like my only i don't really have much expectation i just wanted to have fun um i did i, I was really hoping to see um there's this local guy called uh, i don't know his real name but on instagram he's called daft cars maybe it's dave i don't know <laughs> maybe yeah um and this guy just like shuts down f1 weekend uh he last year he did 12 cars this year he did 16 um all owned by him i guess he just lets his friends drive them and it's just an insane convoy um so like i was kind of hoping to see that but unfortunately uh he showed up friday and sunday and we were there pretty much just saturday yeah we headed back like kind of on time on the on the sunday we we spent some time at the Lambo dealer in Montreal because there was like a pretty big meet going on and uh, got to see some pretty cool cars there, which we'll talk about in a minute. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was it was too bad we missed that, but we still saw some crazy cars and kind of just given the uh, the amount of people attracted to the Formula One weekend and uh, just like the hype of it, I think it was a lot crazier than it normally is. It was my first time in Montreal, so it was, uh, it was a lot crazier than even Toronto, which is saying a lot. Yeah, so like just to covered some of the cars we saw so we saw like the typical like Huracan um, 458 488 there's one um, really cool one that was like uh, straight pipe matte black and the dude just the whole day was just driving loops and revving <laughs> and that's that's all all he did um, 
Which I guess if you're rich and don't have anything to do, just why not flaunt your wealth? I mean, even in Yorkville, uh, in Toronto, yeah. me and you, we observe that. We kind of see the same guys every weekend kind of driving circles and kind of yeah. showing off their cars, which is cool, but I don't know how they're not bored of it yet. I don't know. I'd do it. Yeah, I would. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we saw that. Uh, we saw, like, black-on-black black SF90, which, um, cool spec. I, I still don't like the SF90. Uh, we will talk about the new one, though, another episode. Mm, stay that tuned one. for that. Yeah, stay tuned for that. Uh, we saw Inventador, um, but then the Holy Grail, when everything was, like, looking grim and, like, you know, we're, uh, I don't know, felt like we're uh, not getting lucky, we got to see uh, Aston Martin Vanquish Zagato shooting break, which is, um, for those of you who don't know what Zagato is, essentially it's, like, a design slash tuning company for um, a lot of Italian and European cars. Uh, so they'll just redesign. Uh, they're very popular with Aston Martin. They'll redesign um, the whole car. And this one, in, in my opinion, is one of the nicest looking cars made. Um, there's only 99 of them ever built. Uh, got the V12, uh, full carbon roof. It's just, it's so sleek and so unique like the front end still kind of looks like a vanquish but the back end is just like it's just an alien it's just so different um, i know yeah like i remember seeing it i was like what's so what's so special about it i just kind of saw the front end and it just looked like a normal aston but then you saw saw that back end i was like oh shit i, I remember driving that in forza which is kind of where I, the only place i knew it from but yeah uh, that was a really cool one to see for sure yeah and those are worth a lot of money and the thing that i found interesting is like as we said, there's like a lot of people around, like a lot of car spotters and stuff. And they would go crazy for like, you know, like a Ferrari or something. But I felt like this one didn't get much attention because people don't, I guess, didn't realize what it was. Um, yeah, it kind of flies under the radar too, I think. Yeah, and the spec, the one we saw was like gray on silver wheels. So it's not like in your face spec, but it's still respectable. Yeah, it's cool. I didn't even know about the carbon roof, but then when it drove by, I saw that, and it really gives it that cool touch. So, no, that was a really sweet car to see. Kind of like how it's kind of like that, like, not a hatchback. What is it, like a fastback? Yeah, they call it a shooting brake. That's, yeah, that's okay. usually, like, kind of almost looks like a sedan, but more, like, aggressive in a way. Yeah, yeah, they did a really good job with that. Mm -hmm. So, no, that was awesome to see. And then, uh, yeah, the G-Wagon scene, that's probably your favorite part, hey? Yeah, I I got, so I'm a big fan of G-Wagons, as we, we know by now. Um, so I got quite the treat. Uh, there's so many, in between the dealership and just, like, being downtown, there's just, like, G-Wagons everywhere. You probably saw upwards of, like, 40 of them, which yeah. is insane to think they're still going for that much money even though the market's probably like flooded by now yeah you can probably see a g-wagon more often than you can see a civic which is pretty yeah. crazy but yeah so um yeah we saw we saw a lot of different cars we saw some interesting ones kind of in places you wouldn't expect like we saw a couple just parked on like side streets and stuff like we saw an ff and just parked kind of on the side uh we saw an older 6.2 liter mercy lago that was just kind of parked on the side a really cool color i don't know if that was a wrap it probably I, was. No, I think that's from factory. It was too okay. like deep. The color yeah. was too deep for it to be. It was like that green, right? Dark green. Yeah. yeah, I think British Racing Green is what it's called. Maybe. Yeah, that was a cool spec. I haven't seen that one. I don't think I've seen a six point two before. So uh, obviously, our, my favorite's the six point five. Uh, you got more power and stuff, and you got the facelift. But it was cool to see a Mercy Lago again. I haven't seen one of those in a while. 
and I'm pretty sure it was stick shift. So respect. Even better. Yeah. <laughs> you got the. That's yeah. That's that's the best part. Uh, any other that uh, that you want to mention that we saw at least on the streets? We'll talk about the, the dealership Tesla. in a minute. The Tesla. <laughs> no. Uh, there's there's a slam Tesla with like a weird wrap. Um, people looked at it a lot, but yeah. It's, Didn't hear it, obviously. No. <laughs> um, other than that, I, I don't know. There's um, one one spot I guess we missed was. Uh, there's a uh, 300SL in LFA just kind of tucked in a corner in the side street, um, which is pretty insane because both cars are like very rare and very sought after. So that was pretty cool. Um, unfortunately, we didn't get to see it because it was... Yeah, hey, we were walking the streets like like madmen trying to yeah. figure out where everything was. But yeah, after getting soaked and you know burning more than like probably a thousand calories just <laughs> trying to walk around it, it kind of kind of got to us and we were like you know what like it's it's fine we're gonna see the lambo dealer tomorrow tomorrow and everything so and we didn't even actually get to see the formula one race which uh that's kind of what we came for to see or <laughs> yeah. catch a glimpse of it but like in the morning we wanted to go check out the race and we were maybe like five or six kilometers away but it, it was quoting us two hours to get there and i think it's just because it was on the the island of montreal so it was like super backed up it's i think it's a single bridge right kevin yeah, to, to get to it, it's like yeah, just so one just, It was super backed up, so we kind of, uh, we skipped that one. But uh, yeah, Max did win. We had uh, Alonso in second place. If you guys follow Formula One, and then Hamilton came in third. So um, yeah, we had, too bad we couldn't hear it. Maybe if they still use those V12s, we'd be able to, to hear the Formula One cars. But uh, yeah, those V6s aren't cutting it. <laughs> yeah, uh, the thing that's kind of a shame too is just, like we were looking at tickets, but it's just insane the prices like the i think the lowest you can go is 500 dollars per person yeah for it's one, one race one um, race and you get to see one small part of it too yeah and i don't know especially in the rain it's not worth it yeah that's the thing and you, yeah you didn't know what the weather was going to do so it's tough because you have to buy those quite far in advance too yeah yeah when we looked they were all sold out the the la- the only thing that was left was the VIP, which is fifty thousand dollars. So, <laughs> hey, maybe next time. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe next year we'll we'll increase the budget a little bit. Yeah, that's that's insane. Yeah, that was just too expensive for us. But overall, it was a really good weekend. We uh, we had some fun out there and saw a lot of different cars and just yeah. a new experience. Because for me, again, I haven't been to Montreal yet, and Kevin's been a couple times, and he's actually from Quebec, so we. We kind of had some guidance, at least, just to kind of know, know yeah. where to go, even though it was still confusing. But um, yeah, we had definitely a lot of cool cars. And then we also, when we got there, we saw a lot of like vendors and stuff, and we, we saw some cool things there. Do you want to touch on that? Yeah. So I guess the way they're doing it is like the racing is done on the island, but then mid- Midtown Montreal, they kind of close all the streets, and um, that's I guess where the party's at. Uh, so there's a bunch of like, um, you know, stands, there's VIP lounge for, you know, I guess VIP people to get drunk. Um, and then there's a bunch of like cool sim racing. Um, we, we thought about doing it, but there's just so many lineups everywhere and, um, so many people. Yeah. It was crazy. Um, Even in the rain. Yeah. It was, it was insane. And, um, there's Red Bull everywhere. Um, I, they are a big sponsor of F1, so yeah. it makes sense. Unfortunately, we team, I guess. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, we didn't get a Red Bull. We probably yeah. could have waited in line and got that. Should have got to represent the brand, I guess, if we're yeah. uh, coming for Formula One. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and then, of course, being you know the car scene, there's some cool cars in in uh, on display, including one which 
um, was like I think paid to sample GT4S. It was like dark green, like almost olive green. Um, I like that color actually. It looks really good. Yeah, it was not really something you'd think of for like a, a Porsche race car. Usually it's like bright colors, like in your face. But this one was kind of like subtle, like low key. Yeah, it looks clean. I like yeah. how that looks. I would even, if they had an option for that, I don't know if they do for like a GT3 RS, that would be definitely a color I would consider as well. Although I still love that bright, like canary yellow that some of yeah. them have. That's probably one of my favorite specs. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, you could probably spec any color as long as you have the money to yeah, fork over. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, I, I hear, like paint a sample, it, it it's different for every car. Um, first of all, Porsche has to approve it, but I hear it can go up to like 30,000, maybe even more. Yeah, that's Just insane. to paint the car. So <laughs> that's buy pretty, another car for that price. Yeah, that's pretty... It's unreal. Pretty insane. Um, the city Germans, hey. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're the king of the options. That's yeah. that's how they get their money. Yeah, I drive an Audi and you drive a BMW, so we know exactly what that's like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so we also uh, walked right in front of the Ritz-Carlton as well, which if you're not familiar with that, it's um, like a very popular and very high-end hotel. Um, and that's kind of where the drivers were staying. So we were kind of standing in front of it without really knowing what it was. And then we kind of got moved because we're like, oh, yeah, the drivers are going to come soon. But we did see a uh, Formula One car right outside there on a trailer. And it was it was did have a cover on it, but it was really cool to see that. Um, we yeah. did not expect to see one of those. But yeah, that was that was cool. And if we were patient enough, we could have um, they were doing signings um, like right beside the hotel. Yeah. But uh, yeah, again, it was pouring rain yeah and it was a saturday so it was like the practice which just like started a little while before we were there yeah and there was already a lineup so <laughs> i mean we could stand there for two or three hours and kind of wait to get a signing but from what we understood it they only signed like two or three people's things or whatever they have like a book or helmet but yeah that just didn't seem worth it to us so we kind of kind of skipped and and looked at cars instead which is much more worth it i think mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, and then, yeah, Dav Cars, again, you mentioned that. Um, yeah, now what about the Lambo dealer? So we did that on Sunday. That was after we went downtown on Saturday, and then um, yeah, we went back to the hotel, which was kind of in, like, uptown in Montreal. Yeah. And then, yeah, we were close to the dealership. So the Lambo dealer is kind of on the outskirts of Montreal. But yeah, technically it's not in Montreal. It's called Kitchener. It's like a, a city on the edge of Montreal. Um, but there's still... Call, they still call themselves Lamborghini Montreal, which yeah. is interesting. Got to save on real estate, you know? Yeah, true. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was uh, a car show for Father's Day because uh, Sunday was Father's Day. And um, I didn't really have much expectations for it. Uh, I was just like, you know, hopefully they open the doors to the dealership. Um, of course they didn't. <laughs> so yeah, that was too bad. We were um, pretty bummed out about that. But uh, they did have a Sion just chilling like outside that was really cool um, i had never seen one of those so it was yeah. in like that dark red i don't even know if they make it in any other color but that that looked so cool yeah every car is different color so there's 63 of them um and some of them not all of them but some of them have the it's like fading paint to carbon to carbon Ooh, fiber that's sick um and that's the one one we saw had that uh, on the roof which is it's pretty cool to see it's like you know paint and then like kind of sparkle into carbon fiber um yeah the attention to detail is definitely there yeah yeah for sure and um 
I think it's for sale for like two million USD or something. So yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> we did see a lot like through the windows though, because the dealer had it had so many Lambos in there. Like I think there must have been like fifty just chilling in that like yeah. main area. So we saw like a bunch of. We even saw a couple Ultimates through the through the windows, a couple SVJs. I saw just like a, a normal Aventador, or was it an SVJ? I don't remember, but it was like this very bright red color, which I have since fallen in love with. There was a Huracan as well, like right on like the edge. It was kind of blocking the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was also from the dealer, but that had that same color. And in the daylight, it just looks incredible. It's like an orangish red. I don't know yeah. how to explain it, but it, it looks so good. Yeah, and... Um one of the things we wanted to see was the Venino, one of three mm-hmm. Veninos. Yeah. Uh, I've already seen it, I think, twice now. Um, and they just have it chilling in a dealership, um, like no ropes, no nothing. You can just get really up close to it. But, um, yeah, it's insane to think that there's only three of them. I think the other two are in Dubai. And the other example is just in Canada. Yeah, in Canada. Not even the States or like, you yeah. know, the UAE other than Dubai. But like, yeah, it's it's crazy that we have that just hanging out in a dealership. <laughs> yeah. Know? So like from what I hear, I, I've like heard a lot about this dealership in Montreal. Um, they're It's owned by like a very wealthy family in Canada and they're very, very well connected. And that's why they get a lot of uh, like one offs or like special edition cars. Um, like they have a MC12, um, Maserati MC12. That's crazy. I didn't um, even see that one. Yeah, it was tucked in the corner. It's it's um, it's currently for sale. If someone has like <laughs> five million USD, um, I'll stick to the MC Stradale. That's uh, that's a little better for me. Yeah, a little more budget friendly. But yeah, yeah. The, it's it's crazy. Um, I'd love to like maybe do an episode on on this, like the history of the dealership because they they own like they're very well connected and. Sometimes there's like shitty stuff going on, um, like like we saw at the dealership. There's like twenty plus G wagons in the in the parking lot and out back. Um, and what rumors are like going around is that what they did. It's called John Scotty, so it's like a whole dealership, a whole network. They just bought all the G wagon supply in Montreal and Ontario to control the market. So they could scale prices, and they were selling them for like four hundred thousand. One you can buy one for one eighty. Interesting. I wonder if this gets out. If they'll uh, they'll get some prosecution in that regard. Well, what happened is Mercedes dealerships heard of this, so they stopped selling allocations to the people of this dealership, uh, and then some things happened. I think they threatened to sue them because they're like, oh, you know, you can't not sell us cars. Um, but then they kind of went quiet, and I don't know what happened now. Um, but yeah, there's some interesting stuff going on around there. So yeah, it seems a little shady. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Yeah, especially with what's like in their, you know, not even in their showroom, but even just the cars outside, like what they've accumulated for either trade-ins or just what they're holding on the lot as used cars for resale. Um, yeah. So that was interesting to see. Yeah, it was also like for that car show, it was crazy the amount of cars that showed up. At one point we were looking, it's like kind of parallel to the highway and we were kind of just watching as like one after the other. It was like 
20 minutes straight of just like cars yeah. and different supercars pulling up. And then there was like a huge traffic jam with everyone trying to get in, but it was awesome. We were just walking along there and then people were just revving their cars. There's a twin turbo. Was it Huracan? Huracan Performante. Yeah. Uh, Huracan Performante, a twin turbo that was just revving and that thing sounded ridiculous. And uh, yeah, I saw a lot of cool cars. Saw, saw an RS5 as well, which I'm very interested in. So um, yeah, it was great. And there was a, a lot of Porsches in the actual car show. <laughs> yes. Like probably at least, what well, was that row? It was like one row. It must've been like at least 30 in a row. Yeah. Like it was massive. It was pretty insane. Like it kind of made us realize like other than the GT3s, it's like, okay, if you have a Porsche, you're not yeah. that special. <laughs> it's almost like sedans at this point. Like, oh yeah, it's yeah. drive a Porsche. Yeah. It's uh, it's nothing too, um, too exciting these days i guess like unless you see like a gt3 rs like i'm just like oh cool it's a porsche yeah. although i gotta admit the newer facelift of the porsches looks really good compared to the older porsches but yeah i i'm a big fan there was one at the car show the gt3 touring with like the the plaid interior it's like it's essentially just a gt3 without the wing and then like more comf comfy seats um more for like road trip and i'm a big fan of that it, it looks I guess interesting because this is like if you feel like the back ends there's something missing there yeah but I don't know I, it kind of grew on me it's kind of how I feel about Huracans now too like when I see just like a, a stock base Huracan I'm like wait where's the wing that looks wrong you know yeah you want that Performante or uh, Evo I don't even know if the Evo has a wing does it no it doesn't okay yeah it, so just the Performante yeah but the Technica, the new one, has like a little baby spoiler. Yeah, that's not enough. I don't want that yeah. Performante wing. <laughs> it looks really good. But yeah, that's, yeah, I agree with that for sure. Like, it, it's kind of cool how they did that though, because then you kind of have an option to have something more comfortable to, to use as a grand touring car instead of just having this absolutely race obsessed Nurburgring car that you literally can't drive anywhere in a city without being completely uncomfortable. Yeah. So it's kind of a cool idea that they, uh, they added that in. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then, yeah, I guess that's... That's pretty much it. Yeah, that was our... Oh, our we did... Uh, unfortunately, when we were leaving, an SVJ arrived and started revving. Um, and we were like, fuck it. So we yeah, just we were <laughs> we were hungover and tired. We were not in the mood. Yeah, so, so we're just like, you know what? Let's just hit the road. But yeah, we heard it. That's, that's all that matters, right? We heard it from far away. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, that was uh, your candy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, anything else you want to add about the weekend? Um... Hopefully we do it again, but like this time proper and the weather cooperates. Cause yeah, I definitely yeah. had a blast. Definitely going back next year. That would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hope hopefully we'll see some of you guys there too for mm -hmm. all of our followers. Yes. <laughs> all right, guys. So I guess that concludes episode seven of the Feel for Thought podcast. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you guys in episode eight. Goodbye. If you're still around, you must be a nerd just like us. In that case, head over to our Instagram at fuelforthought underscore podcast to check out our custom car specs. See you next week, and don't forget to hit the throttle today.